Chapter 23 of Vietnam, the Advisory Years to 1965 by Robert Futrell and Martin Blumenson. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 23, Appendix 2 development of a viet cong anti-aircraft capability 1962 to 1965 by ronald h cole during the first three years of the war the viet cong grew accustomed to their reputation for superior mobility over saigon's forces in the fall of 1962, however, the vietnamese air force introduced helleborne and close air support operations that temporarily jarred Viet Cong complacency. The effectiveness of the South Vietnamese airstrikes resulted in the Viet Cong's sagging morale, rising fear, and suspicion of spies in their midst. Defections occurred, and the Viet Cong had to recruit arduously among the peasants to maintain their forces. Steps to counter the air threat intensified at once. As a stopgap, the Viet Cong instructed their soldiers to shoot directly at the fuselage of the enemy aircraft with any gun at hand or hurl a flying bomb. Among the Viet Cong, only those regroupies of North Vietnamese army cadres who had infiltrated south after 1960 had any semblance of anti-aircraft training. Thus, the visceral reaction of Viet Cong officers and non-commissioned officers to South Vietnamese air operations in September 1962 was to order their men to shoot aircraft flying straight and to fire liberally and with all available means. The training of gunners and the drafting of field manuals took time. Nonetheless, during the winter of 1962-63, Hanoi worked feverishly to develop anti-aircraft tactics for infantry weapons that could be instantly used by men in the field. Programs to train inexperienced soldiers in the basics of anti-aircraft warfare were also begun. Still, it was not until the end of 1963 that the Viet Cong had an effective anti-aircraft capability. In October 1962, Viet Cong provincial committees distributed to district and village troops the first detailed anti-aircraft directive. The document depicted the vulnerable spots of South Vietnamese fighters, reconnaissance aircraft, and helicopters. It further outlined procedures for organizing anti-aircraft personnel and firing commands and methods of shooting at aircraft with infantry weapons. In a section entitled Nature of an Objective in the Air, the directive explained how to gauge the target size of an aircraft by its shape and angle of approach. For example, at 150 degrees, we only see the aircraft nose, target size one quarter. At 30 degrees, we can see the wing and the fuselage equal in size target size one-half. At 50 degrees, the wing seems longer than the fuselage, target size three-quarters. At 90 degrees, we see the entire aircraft, or target size four-quarters. 
The directive described the average fighter plane used by the South Vietnamese in late 1962 as about 13 meters long and flying at 200 kilometers per hour at an altitude of 150 to 200 meters. Since the aircraft was therefore vulnerable to rifle and machine gun fire, a formula was devised for computing a firing lead. The Viet Cong taught their trainees both passive and active anti-aircraft tactics. Passive tactics consisted of camouflage, spiked landing zones, and sentinel chambers. For camouflage, the Viet Cong used dirty brown netting, natural cover, and concealment. To spike a possible landing zone, they planted pointed bamboo shafts, 2 to 4 inches in diameter and 6 to 15 feet high, very close together, in an area as large as 100 by 800 meters. The Viet Cong dug conical holes 5 feet into the ground, with their walls slanted down at 50 degrees for sentinel chambers. These echo chambers permitted a sentinel to hear an aircraft approaching from a great distance and to determine its direction of approach. Anti-aircraft tactics included mortar assaults on landing zones, infantry charges against unloading helicopters, and the three-man cell technique. In the latter method, riflemen formed three-man cells arrayed in an L-shaped configuration with three machine gun teams. The machine gunners positioned themselves at the two ends, and at the junction of the L, the riflemen and machine gunners practiced synchronized firing in this formation, which was specially designed to down fixed-winged aircraft. In December 1964, U.S. and South Vietnamese pilots had not yet assessed the success of this formidable-looking technique since the number of Viet Cong aircraft attacks fluctuated monthly from 20 to 100. The Viet Cong constructed their first anti-aircraft weapons training center in Quang Nai province. Aerial reconnaissance revealed that this site probably offered instruction in aircraft recognition, techniques of fire, calculations of firing leads, preparation of anti-aircraft sites, drills in the use of these sites, and basic tactical formations for use against South Vietnamese Helleborne operations. One major difficulty persisted, the scarcity of anti-aircraft weaponry. The Viet Cong began to receive more sophisticated anti-aircraft weapons from Hanoi in the fall of 1963. Infiltrators brought with them 12.7 millimeter Soviet DSHK and 50 caliber machine guns. In addition, reports reached Military Assistance Command, Vietnam, of 20mm cannon and 13.2mm machine guns in War Zone D, and of a 35mm anti-aircraft gun in Kien Pong province. Moreover, in April 1964, MACV, J-2 Intelligence, anticipated the early arrival of two new anti-aircraft weapons from Hanoi. The 37mm gun, weighing 4,600 pounds, and the 40mm gun, weighing 10,000. Within months, the impact of this influx of weapons was felt. Records of anti-aircraft attacks commenced in January 1963. Monthly incidents remained low throughout 1963, 
rose to about 100 in January 1964 and tapered off to only 50 in March 1964. The number then climbed to more than 180 in April 1964, and the average over the next six months was at least 180, the greatest number for any one month being nearly 400 in September 1964. After April 1964, the correlation of increased anti-aircraft attacks and the quantity of anti-aircraft weapons available to Viet Cong gunners is obvious. End of chapter 23